Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited to be here with you today, and we have a special reoccurring guest, my husband, Aaron Moss. We're so excited to have you, Aaron. I think I'm the first reoccurring guest. <laughs> yeah, you're the only reoccurring guest. <laughs> but actually, we have a couple people on the books who are going to be coming on the podcast. So stay tuned for a couple really awesome special guests. But I don't know if they're going to be as awesome as you. We'll see. We'll have to rank them. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll have to rank them as they come <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> well, today we had a talk that we both studied and I think that this is something that's really important for this time in our lives and it's the talk Good Better Best by Dallin H. Oaks and it's from 2007 if you want to look it up. October. October October. 2000. It's from the entire year of 2007. (laughs) Um, Long talk. (laughs) He talks about how to best discern how to use our time And he starts off the talk with this quote. We should begin by recognizing the reality that just because something is good is not a sufficient reason for doing it. The the number of good things that we can do far exceeds the time available to accomplish them. Some things are better than good. And these are the things that should command priority attention in our lives. I think um, when I first think about this this quote and this concept, it, 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 in my mind it goes to our the gift of agency and our the trust that our heavenly Father has in us to to use judgment, to use uh, decision making, and have that be a part of. Um, how we structure our life. So he's given us this uh, this trust to go through and to choose for ourselves how we are to live. So when we're looking at this good, better, best, we see that it's not that there's right answers and wrong answers. It's that it's our responsibility to figure out what is best for us, for our families, and for our lives. So using that spirit of discernment to figure out what is best. Our best choices may look different from the people around us, but there's going to be some similarities in how we can make best decisions. And I think the reason why is because we have commandments. And so there's going to be like, you know, themes throughout people who are followers of Jesus Christ and themes of the way that they follow um, and the way that they live. I get really anxious when I think about my life and sometimes I'll look around and I try to figure out how other people are living and I think I have to structure my life exactly the same as a Christ follower who's next to me. But then I realize that just like Aaron said, I need to utilize that decision making and that sacred trust that the Savior has put in me to figure out what's best for my life. And since we have commandments, I can um, always look back at the structure that he's given us 
And um, my day-to-day may look a little differently from the people around me, but that's okay. That's okay if the things that you're feeling prompted to do are different from the people around you. That's what promptings, that's why we have them, because Heavenly Father is going to prompt us to be the best possible uh, disciple in our personal situation. Well, and I think that's why that's why the the gospel in general is so personal that we if there was just a list of all the good things you had to get done, it would be easy. We would just That'd be so start, easy. Yeah, we'd just start checking things off the list and it'd be great. Whatever you haven't done, you just look down the list and you do it. But um but each person is in such a different place and it's so unique in their development, their understanding um, what they have time for in the sense of, of busyness or freedoms or all these different things. And so what we can see as universally good ideas um, might not be the best for your family. The, an example would be um, if, you, if I were to spend all day at work and I come home and I have a few hours um, where all of my kids are awake before they go to bed, where I can spend time with my wife, where I can... Um, or in our situation, like an hour and a half. Right. You um, have an hour and a half when you come home. After my commute and all of that, I have maybe two hours of family time. And if I decided to fill that time with, let's say, a really good idea, going and serving in the temple, going and serving soup to the homeless, going and doing these things that are universally good ideas... Would they be the best for my family? And would it be actually detracting from things that I could be doing, other divine um, roles that I have? So it's not that, that there's, like I said, it's not like there's bad ideas. It's I need to decide, okay, there's all of these good things that are available to me. What's better than the, the rest and what's the best thing? There can only be one best thing for each hour of each day. Well, and honestly, I think it would cause a lot of contention in our home if you went to the temple every single day right. after work because our kids would miss you. Right. And, and I then. Yeah. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, oh, okay. So he shares this really awesome story. He says, a friend took a young family on a series of summer vacation trips including visits to uh, memorable historical sites. And at the end of the summer, he asked his teenage son which of these good summer activities he enjoyed the most. The father learned from the reply, and so did those he told of it. The thing he liked best this summer was the night that I laid on the lawn and looked at the stars and talked with you. Super family activities may be good for children, but they're not always better than one-on-one time with a loving parent. Um, as I read that, I thought of an example where I didn't realize what a big deal it would be, but, um, we were coming home from school one day and I felt prompted to tell my oldest son how proud of him I was. And he was telling me just about his schoolwork and stuff. And I turned around at a stoplight and told him how proud of him I was. And he started to cry and he said, mom, these are happy tears. I'm just so happy. Thank you for being proud of me. And I think that when we take time to follow the Spirit 
and speak to the words that the Lord prompts us to say. And um, we do the things that the Lord asks us to do. Miracles can happen, like a five-year-old crying happy tears because he feels so happy about his mom being proud of him. Um, do you want to read that? Which one? Rather. Okay. <laughs> I was just listening to you, so oh, thank you. I wasn't paying attention to where I was supposed to be. Okay. Rather than overschedule our lives and children, we can choose better. Parents should act, this is a quote from the talk, parents should act to preserve time for family prayer, family scripture study, family home evening, and other precious togetherness and individual one-on-one time that binds a family together and fixes children's values on things of eternal worth. Parents should teach gospel priorities through what they do with their children. Um, There's a section in the talk where he talks about um, kind of an example. He says, it's good to hold a meeting. It's better to teach a principle, but best to actually improve lives as a result of the meeting. I, I, I love this quote because I love how it um, it looks to the effectiveness or the purpose of our choices rather than just the actions themselves. If you just look at, oh, okay, we went and we did a, a sacrament meeting or we went and we did a, um, a ministering visit or, or something like that, it, it's, it's great to say that that thing happened, but... The point of those things is to affect change or is to help someone in need or to touch someone or to feel the spirit with someone that if we're just looking at the actions, we get kind of like you you can't see the forest for the trees or however that saying goes, where you're missing the point of, uh, of what our Heavenly Father intends for these for these different things in our life. The, the point is to enrich our lives, enrich the lives of others and bring us all to Christ. Thank you. I totally agree with that. And all in all, I think the thing I learned the most from studying this talk today was we need to trust ourselves and trust the, that the Spirit will prompt us to know what best way we can utilize our time. And also be unafraid to have these meaningful conversations and times with our family. I think sometimes um, it it does take some vulnerability to um, create these family times because sometimes it doesn't go so well. You know, there are times where we try to sit down with our family and it goes like a dumpster fire and it's really rough and everyone ends up crying. But when we create these um, opportunities for family togetherness and we do it over and over even though sometimes it doesn't go very well I think it just creates more and more of an opportunity for us to be able to feel the spirit together as a family it makes me think of that elder Bednar quote that was something to the effect of if you ask my kids what they learned at a specific family home evening they probably can't remember a single one but they remember that we had family home evening every yeah. week, yeah. and it's it's not about it's not about the trivia that we learn or the specific things. It's it's about this. I, I like that family togetherness. This 
these binding experiences that build up over time, that help us to um, come together, I would say, before we need it, so that way when we do need it, we're already bound together. We're already we've yeah. cemented that relationship by all of these small and simple moments that we've chosen to have throughout our life. I love that. So all in all, I'm excited to go forward and have more opportunities to trust in myself and trust the spirit to know what things to do so that I can best utilize my time. And I think that we're both like committed to doing that more within our family. And I'm excited about that. I hope you guys have an amazing week. And um, if you have any questions or comments about this podcast, feel free to hit up our Instagram and you can direct message us on there or you can comment on our post where we talk about this podcast. We're so excited for our special guests that are coming up. So stay tuned. We can't wait to share all of these amazing people with you guys. Love you. Have an amazing week. Bye. Would you like to connect with us further? Find us on Instagram at The Latter Day Ladies or on Facebook at The Latter Day Ladies in our private group. Or find us on our website at www.thelatterdayladies.com. Have an amazing day.